Hey there, and welcome to day 320 of Don't Forget Your Worth, the podcast of the matching YouTube channel that's titled Just the Same. I'm Andrea. So cute, just like Griffin. Just like Griffin. Right when I start speaking, little Miss Scarlet, she pops her little head up, and then she's like, oh, just the podcast. And she lays her little head right back down and goes right back to sleep. Just the cutest little thing. Oh, we're getting a little roll around. <laughs> We're getting a little roll around. I'm putting a cramp in her style. <laughs> but anyway, it's just so good. I cannot even tell you. I mean, look at look at what has happened in just five weeks, I think. It's been about five weeks since I had to put my little Griffin McSniffin down. And, and uh, I'll tell you what, sure enough, three weeks later, their little Miss Scarlet arrived in my life. And, and uh, she's been with me now two weeks um, to the day. We're at Wednesday and she was delivered Wednesday at midnight. And I cannot even believe that, that I'm 14 days with her. <laughs> and yet I truly can hardly remember what my life was like without her. But she's been with me just like we thought when I moved into the cabin. She's been here for the very first romp through the house, you know, and and um, she's doing really well, you guys. I'm just super, super thankful for the new cabin and my new puppy and um, all of the goodness that's coming of this new season. I've heard we're even, we're supposed to get some rain over the next few days, which is um, wonderful news too, at a little drought like we're having over here in Colorado. <laughs> so um, super, super excited to see if the Lord follows through on that, no doubt about it. But I wrote a quick piece for you tonight, a little continuation from last night, of course, um, regarding just a uh, my friends being out there and taking a peek at a long-anticipated eclipse. And uh, and I'll just step you through this probably the next few nights just because it is kind of long. And uh, I think it will read better and bring more glory to God by pausing and just listening to his promises and truth in our storms. So I wrote you a quick little piece. It's called New Vision. And so it begins. After two months... Since gazing at the eclipse through cellophane glasses, I had come to accept that this new vision was just the way that it was going to be from here on out. It wasn't improving. It wasn't getting any worse that I could tell. It just was. There was an instinctual propensity to rub my eyes as if clearing debris away to somehow see better, but it remained the same nonetheless. At the time, I was year three of commuting to three to three and a half hours a day to get to the Metro Design showroom. And I work in a most visual industry that requires a keen sense of color and light. I didn't want to mention my weakness, but I didn't want to put myself in danger driving or risk losing a position I absolutely loved. So I kept quiet about it, believing nothing could change this. So I would be the one that would have to adjust. As I drove the all-too-familiar drive to work, half of a car that I didn't know even existed on the road pulled right in front of me and into my lane, so I was following it. Half a car became a whole car. Half of a car. Then another half of a car did the same thing, only a bit further ahead of us, and I was breaking down fast, feeling like I was driving in a video game where I didn't know 
all of the pieces. I made my way over to the far right lane, just watching as my full view was confused and distorted, slowing, doing my best to roll out the last 20 miles of traffic, so thankful to find my all-too-familiar exit and scramble my way to work. Hey, you guys, I'm sorry. I'm a bit late. But something is really wrong with my eyes. Does anybody know the name of an ophthalmologist? I think I need to make an emergency appointment. Pilar was tapping away at her screen, just at the sounds of my describing what was going on, and scribbled a name and number on a post-it note that she handed to me. And Leonard nodded and said, yeah. She's my ophthalmologist as well, Andrea. She's really good. I grabbed my cell phone and I headed back into the sea of tile displays to gain a little privacy and to make the phone call, rehearsing what I would say once somebody prayerfully answered. It was early, so I got an answering machine that told me that they were not accepting new patients. And with my best message left at the sound of the tone, mentioning partial and distorted vision, I prayed that they would soon call me back. Can you do me a favor? The ophthalmologist asked in a hurried voice on the other end of the phone. Yeah, of course. Can you put your hand over your right eye and tell me what you see? I placed my hand over the closed right eye and looked forward at the showroom that I had memorized over a couple good years working there. Look straight ahead, not left or right. What do you see? Half of the room on my left is completely missing. Like there's a black drape over it? Yes, I said as the tears of fear were starting to fill every corner. Andrea, we need to see you immediately. Can you get here now? Can you get here right now? Yes, thank you, of course. I'll be right there. When fear sets in, he is with you. We don't go through anything alone. Peace be still, move swift. Peace be still, he's got this. You two have got this. Work together, be diligent as he directs your best steps. His safety and protection are mighty. The impossible is close at hand. Bracing for his worst is also bracing for his best. So trust that he has a good plan. There is beauty in nothing taken for granted. So praise him right in the storm. Praise him through the storm. I love you. I like those words. I really like those words that he gave me tonight. Um, I love that where he literally just fed right through me. Bracing for his worst is also bracing for his best. And the fact that there is beauty in nothing taken for granted. You guys, if you can imagine the fear that I was going through, it's not like I found out I had a rash that might consume my full body. <laughs> you know? It's not like I found out I'd just broken a bone that was tender. It wasn't like I just found out that, you know, I had something and was going to be inconvenienced by 
a surgery or inconvenienced by, um, you know, some treatment or medication or whatever, you guys, this was my vision. This was my eyes. This was, this was one of our senses that we have. Um, it's just unbelievable how miraculous our senses are to begin with. And I'll even say this. I'm going to say this. A lot of people were like, ooh, I never even really thought about that. With COVID that came about in 2020, right? This that I'm reading to you about, this would have been about, ooh, I'm going to say 2017, 2018-ish. So probably, oh my gosh, it's had to have been longer than that if I'm sitting at 2022. Oh my gosh, that's surprising. So yeah, maybe, no, really, I think probably 2017, 2018, maybe, that I'm reading about right now, okay? So probably five years ago. Seems like it's longer, <laughs> like a lifetime ago, which is, again, a miracle, so thankful. But in that, right, this is way pre-COVID, but when COVID came about, and people were saying, oh my gosh, COVID is just like another flu, and this is herd immunity, and all this blah, and all this stuff was coming out. I was just shook by that because I just said, you've got to be kidding me because this, whatever this is, is so serious that it's affecting one of our senses. Like what, what flu in the past, <laughs> what ailment, whatever in the history of all time has affected one of our senses, that, that sense of taste and smell. And my point kind of to the greater good was, you guys, if you got COVID and it affected your eyesight or it affected your hearing and some people were coming out either deaf or some people were coming out blind, would you take this virus more seriously? Because people were not realizing that virus affected a sense. There are people that will never be able to taste their food again. I have lots of friends that are like, well, I can taste about 40 to 50% of what I could before. I have some that have completely lost their sense of smell, and there's no idea whether it's ever going to return again. And the reason I'm having this conversation is because this was that. This wasn't, this wasn't something you know what I mean? This wasn't something medically wrong where it was like, oh, we can just approach this and take care of it and we'll get it figured out and everything will be just fine. This was my vision. I cannot tell you the fear that was behind this. I cannot even tell you the fear that was behind this, especially like I say, look at what it took for me to get to work. I commuted three to three and a half hours every day up the road metro district, turn around through traffic, right back home. And of course, I work in an extremely visual industry and everything is revolving around beauty all day long still is. So if you can even imagine the fear that I had when I was experiencing this, when that woman said, can you do me a favor and cover your eye? And I looked and I am telling you what, you want to know what fear looks like. And I had to somehow figure out how to get myself downtown Portland through traffic in the morning to this appointment quicker than my boyfriend could, quicker than an ambulance could, <laughs> and be safe doing so, you know. So, man, did God just orchestrate the people 
the doctors, the places, the resources, the friends, the the clients that were so understanding at the time. It was unbelievable and it's such a miracle. I cannot wait to continue tomorrow to just reach out and tell you a little bit more about this story and we'll piece right through it this week and all glory be to God. Um, the story is fascinating. It's still, I'm not kidding. I just went to a dentist here in my little Hallmark town that of course was looking at my medical chart and he asked about it and I said, <laughs> boy, do you have a couple minutes? And he's like, I'm fascinated. He goes, tell me everything. <laughs> so you guys are getting it straight from, like I say, what's so different is Remember, just like I was saying the other day, when we recount something, when I was telling that dentist what happened, recounting is always just this nutshell kind of show and tell explanation of something that you went through. You guys are getting the play-by-play -play narrative, and it's super intimate, super special, super vulnerable. Um, it's just such an offering and such an honor for me to be able to give that to you guys. So I thank you for hanging in there because as you know, I'm scrambling to write. We have only 45 days left, you guys. I <laughs> cannot even believe that. Like, I feel like I just started this thing, you know, just with this big idea that I was going to do 365 miracle stories. And you guys, we are at day 320 today. So all glory be, we have 45 left and I will be back tomorrow night. Okay, chatting at y'all. So I'll write for you and then I'll talk to you then. Okay, take care. Have a good one.